0: Hey, it's a new episode of the ugly truth today we're talking about birthdays we have a lot in the family plus we talk about america's birthday and what we did on the fourth of july weekend paul and i actually have a show that we enjoy together this with some ugly and awkward moments of the week and maybe an ugly and awkward moment of the week because it's been so long all of this and much more thank you so much enjoy the show
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs, Jamie.
0: And he killed a Wolverine with a hatchet. Paula? Oh my god, what have we done?
1: Uncensored as always. It's time for the ugly truth.
0: Welcome to the ugly truth. This is episode, okay, I think this is episode 477. Ugh, ugh. You know what?
1: I will have to look as well because if I even saved it, because I'm in delete mode recently. Yes. Trying to salvage my computer. Oh, there's the Dropbox. All, did I delete the Dropbox? Yeah, it's 477, unless you and Daryl did a show without me, okay? No, because
0: yeah. we gave producer dub July 4th weekend off. So we, yeah. now we're back. I feel like an old person where it's just
1: like, <laughs> you know, I just sit around and smile because I don't know what, I, what life is, you know? Yes. I, I understand. I'm just waiting for my next meal or nap.
0: <laughs> is it time for the pill yet? <laughs> yeah, right. <fine. laughs> What's, is today visitor's day?
1: Yeah. And then some little kid, I'm like, hi, sweetheart. And they're
0: just like, get away from the old lady. I'm like, oh, that's not my grandchild. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. It does feel like that sometimes. Okay, we will get into our recap of the weekend because we both did incredibly different things. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how yours went. And I'm sure you're, you'll pretend to be curious about how mine went. But the big thing is, is that there's a lot of birthdays. Mm-hmm. And so today we're recording. It is Producer Dub's daughter, her 26th birthday today. And uh, she's also, you know, with child. And so yes. he... Wrote a beautiful text and photos of her as a little girl. A little sonnet. Yeah, it was a beautiful little (laughs) sonnet dedicated to his, quote unquote, to his princess, who when she was five, which he reminded me, loved money, and that's all she wanted for her birthday was money. You know what? All
1: kids go through that phase where there's just, like Olivia... It was it's not now, but I think I want to say it was like two years ago where it's just like you could have handed her five one dollar bills. And she was just like, oh, my
0: God, like it,
1: it's like it was like ten thousand dollars. She gonna... thought she was she thought she was so rich. So you take her yes. to like, you know, a gas station and she'd buy like, you know, five <laughs> or ten pieces of bubble gum.
0: Well, what's great is when when your kids are going through the phase where they want money, you can take them to the Dollar Tree. And they feel like they can just own the house, walk in with, you know, eight $1 bills. And they're just like, I'll have one of everything. And you just walk in with a big, you know, big sack full of crap that they bought. They love it. I'm such a
1: sucker because I'd take her to the store and like the toy section. Mm -hmm. She's like, I I really, really like this. She's like, does $5 buy this? And it would be like, you know, it'd be like the Barbie (laughs) RV. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm like. You give me your five dollars and then whatever's left, I will pay for it. Yeah, and she's like, okay. <laughs> and it was like, it was like $40. <laughs> so I'm just like, That's cute. And then even then, I'm like, I'm like, we were there and she was gonna hand her five dollars to the cashier. I'm like, you know what, honey? I'm like, why don't you just save that? And then, oh, yes, maybe the next So I never used their, I, I couldn't do it. I just, I felt so guilty. But, the, but they always wanna like use it. So I'm like, how about you buy this gum? You love this bubble gum. Yeah. And so, but they have to wait until I'm done with my transaction. Then they put the little stick on the roly thing. <laughs> yes. And they put their gum down and then the, the cashier's like, Oh well hello, you know yes, and they're she's so just sweet.
0: Like, She's like, I want to buy my gum, please. <laughs> so, can you imagine she... if adults continued that behavior? <laughs> I'd like, I'd like to purchase these items today, please. I will be using my debit card. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, happy birthday to Natalie. I, I told her, uh, I said, you know, enjoy this year's birthday because next year, when you have your party, all you'll be doing is telling your six-month-old to take things out of its mouth. So, enjoy it because, <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Is it. No, next year you won't even be
1: having a party likely you guys will be getting takeout somewhere
0: or you'll
1: attempt to take a screaming child to a restaurant and you'll be like why did we do this
0: it'll be a mistake
1: and it'll be hot it'll be 120 degrees (laughs) if she's still breastfeeding she's like all i want to do is stay home god and sit
0: in my air conditioning
1: (laughs) go out just get something and mm-hmm. maybe buy a cupcake, put a fucking candle on it, and then that's it. It's twenty-seven. It's not even monumental.
0: Yeah, it's a nothing birthday. All right. You know the baby's had diarrhea all day. Yeah, I've changed my clothes six times. And, I'll, and then the, her, and then her husband will be like, well, "Would you like to try a margarita?" I am breastfeeding. How dare you? How yes, dare you? I w- yes, and yes, yes. I would really love to try a margarita, but I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> I am breastfeeding your child. You idiot. On my no. birthday. <laughs> yeah super fun it'll be such a fun time i remember those days oh god they're just pleasant uh, <laughs> um olivia's birthday actually this show drops on her birthday so happy birthday to miss olivia who is 11 mm-hmm. which i can't believe it i know now you told me and i don't think we talked about it on the show but last week you told me that the goal This year is to get her a kitten for her birthday because her kitten died or your 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 cat passed away earlier this year or last late last year. I was uh, last April. So okay. Uh, a a year year. ago, a year ago, April. Right. And Olivia doesn't have a pet. And so you you guys all agreed that she would do well with a kitty. And the goal was to take her to the shelter to have her pick out her kitten. Mm -hmm. And you told me before the show that you are very frustrated. Well, right. So
1: we've been thinking about this for like a month. I want to say like a week ago, I started looking at the shelters and there was some really cute kittens. Yeah. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm like, and so it says, you know, adoption. So I clicked on that. Okay. You can't just walk into a shelter now and adopt. You have to email them first with the ID of the kitten you're interested in. Oh, if there's a wait list, you get put on the wait list and then there's an interview to s- you fill out the paperwork. There's an interview to see if you would be compatible with that kitten. Okay. And then you come back and then you interact with the kitten and then they decide if it's a good match.
0: And then I'm like, well, no wonder the fucking shelters are overflowing with animals. You make it impossible. <laughs> some do have a waiting list. I mean, there are some that absolutely do, but there are so many kittens. I'm sh- The only thing I have read recently because of the pandemic is that you have to make an appointment.
1: Yeah. Well, they said we had to fill out the. Pa- well, first we had to email them mm-hmm. at, about the kitten we were interested in. So I'm like, OK, we're interested in, you know, 247. Yeah, cat number 247. I think his name was Chomp or something like that. <laughs> which, obviously, she wants to name the kitten Axel. And so, oh, has she
0: already... She's already aware.
1: Yes, we have to... She wants specifically an orange kitten oh, that good. she wants to name Axel. How cute. We're, we're, we're searching high and low to find an orange kitten. So then we start... Okay, we're like, well, we'll go to Craigslist. I mean, there are some, but not all kittens are cute I know that sounds terrible no not at like, all s- some have like squishy faces some have really long noses yes some just they don't look right and I'm just like no I'm like I want a cute kitten I don't want to get like just because it's orange and it's a kitten doesn't mean it's the right one it looks right. it looks—it looks weird and I so I guess I'm just being picky because I'm like I'm just picturing as an adult like if it's got a <laughs> long nose it's going to look like you know I don't know <laughs> Just weird, you know. Yeah. It's like hello. I get hello. It. How are you this morning? I think it's you know, totally
0: like, appropriate to be picky. Plus, there's so many.
1: Like, it drinks tea in the morning, and I just I'm like, I don't want some <laughs> geek cat. Yeah. Then we're on Petfinder trying to find that, and a lot of them are the same deal because they're with shelters or mm-hmm. you know rescues and all that stuff. And I'm like, they're fucking kittens. Why? What happened to just bring him in a box in front of a grocery <laughs> store? Yeah,
0: they don't do that anymore.
1: So we're, I'm freaking out because I'm just like, if we don't find a kitten today to like let her go see tomorrow, right. then we're screwed. So today, I mean, we're still looking to see if we can find a place to go tomorrow. But as a backup plan, we're probably going to get her a new tablet.
0: All right. Well, I'm sure this will all work out. And I really hope she gets her kitten. That's what I really want her to get. But, uh, you know, nice backup plan if, it, if you have to do it. Well, I mean, we're still
1: going to do it, yeah. even if it's not tomorrow. It just might take some uh, time. Yes. Yes. And so what we'll let her know is, is that, you know, this was supposed to be your birthday present. We just couldn't get it on your birthday.
0: Yeah. So So. but the birthday present is now we're going to continue watching the the uh, shelters. And when one that you love comes up, we will make the appointment and we will go in and get it. Okay. so really quick before we move on to America's birthday, I listen to, as you know, I listen to copious amounts of podcasts. And one of my favorites is Adam Carolla. And the, mm-hmm. this was a few weeks ago that they did this, and this is in regard to birthdays. There's this thing, and I'm sure they didn't invent it, but they were talking about guests that would be at your cocktail party based on the fact that they share the same birthday as you. No, wait. So everyone who was born, let's say, on my birthday, December 3rd. Yes. They would all be at that cocktail party. Yes. And so I have five for you, five for me, and five for producer Dub. And then you can kind of envision what the party would look like if you were to attend this party, said party, and it would be your party. Okay. So for you, December 3rd, the top five people at your birthday party would be Warren Jeffs, the polygamist oh, <laughs> who's in jail. Fantastic. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh my God. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Is that the comedian? Yes. Okay, that'd be cool. That would be fun, right? Andy Williams, (laughs) this really old singer from like the hundred years ago. Okay. He sang Moon River. Oh, I like that song. And then Brendan Fraser. Ooh, I love him. I actually want to marry him. You do? Well, the six of you would have to somehow have a conversation
1: over cocktails. For your birthday. Okay, so it would be me, Brandon Fraser, and Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Talking about the other old guys <laughs> and trying to like plot something. Like like, okay, I dare you to go and talk to Andy Williams, but somehow use the word penis in and a sentence. What about Ozzy?
0: Ozzy, uh, Ozzy, uh,
1: uh, Jamie, it doesn't matter what you say to him. <laughs> he just doesn't true. understand. He doesn't. Especially anymore. if Sharon wasn't there. It, right? Like, uh, uh, it would be like, uh, Yeah, uh, that's true.
0: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. OK, so here's mine. My my cocktail party is very weird. First and foremost, Paul Rudd is there. So. <gasps> you are
1: so goddamn lucky. I
0: know. And then NFL running back Emmett Smith would be there. Oh! Madeline Albright, who is the first female U.S. Secretary of State. So she would be the one to bring, you know, the brains to the party. And then, of course, I could. Roger Ailes shares my birthday.
1: Ew, he'd have to come out of prison. No, he's dead. Oh, he died? Oh, yeah, he died. Oh, he'd have to come out of the grave. He died. Oh, that's right. He
0: had like a heart attack or something. He died right after Trump became president because he's the reason why Trump ran and so he actually didn't he get indicted and then he was yeah he's
1: a disgusting
0: pig oh my god yeah beyond he
1: suffered from hemophilia is that like a
0: sex hemophilia no it's a blood disease oh okay and then finally (laughs) and then finally mary joe buttafuca would be at my party oh my god you know
1: what that makes me think of is (laughs) in living color they did the reenactments but they did it with a lot of one and they did one um I think they did like a New York version. She's like, You
0: married Joe (laughs) Bonafoucault! And then she had like her little gun. She's like, Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. Okay. And then just for shits and giggles, I did Daryl to see. And of course, I think his is the best. And I'm, I mean, I'm annoyed. But anyway, those were ours. And this is producer dubs. Andy Griffith would be there. (laughs) 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 Yes. Heidi Klum. Hmm. Alanis Morissette. These are and they're all female. Amy Schumer and then David Berkowitz, the serial killer, son of Sam would be there. (laughs) So that would be fun for him. Hmm. That's interesting. It's a very odd party, but he would be there and he'd be incredibly uncomfortable. And he'd be like, well, I guess I have to talk up Andy Griffiths because I can't look at Heidi Klum because I'd be looking right at her breasts because she's so much taller than me. Yeah, that is true. Okay, so going on to the final discussion on birthdays uh, this past weekend was America's birthday. And so, you know, there was muted celebrations as far as there was no big shows to go to. A lot of stuff was canceled. So we stayed home. Daryl smoked a bunch of chicken and we made food and had cocktails. And uh, now Friday the 3rd. We stayed up till midnight and watched the first showing of Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Yes. That was on till 3 a.m. And we were up, I mean, did not budge for almost three hours and watched the entire thing. I, Paula, that show is so good. It is so Mm -hmm. good. Did you guys watch it? We haven't yet, what? but I mean, I know we're going to. Oh, Paula, you have to. Well, both
1: kids want to see it. Oh, they and have so, to see it.
0: It's great. Yeah, we're going to see it. It's just good. I mean, you don't even have to love anything, but when something is just good, it's just good. And you, you can't deny it. Well, the lead, what's his name? Lynn manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm.
1: He is just a really interesting guy. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah. So we were really excited. We're really excited. to Yeah, see definitely it. take some
0: time to watch that. And then on 4th of July, I introduced Daryl to another amazing musical, 1776. And it was a film. It was a show. But then they filmed it kind of like just like a musical, like anything. And it has a lot of famous people in it. And it's a reproduction of the Broadway show. And it's one of the only Broadway shows outside of now this Hamilton that I actually like. And it's about the signing of the Declaration of Independence, about Mm -hmm. what it took to get to that signature. And it is heavy and really, really good. And so Daryl had never seen it. And I said, oh, we have to watch it. So we watched it and he's like, that was really good. I had no idea. (laughs) I'm like, I know it's it's heavy, too, because there's this huge debate about slavery and how they let it go and how it literally affected the entire fabric of the country. And it was just this whole thing and about all of the founding fathers did not like each other very much, but it was super cool. So anyway, that's what we did. Tried to get drunk, but I just was not into it. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it. So that didn't happen. But yeah. anyway, you guys, you said that you were sick of the cherry bombs. And so you guys t- left
1: town. So, for whatever reason, in our neighborhood, I would say within like a half a square mile, literally the week of any event that permits fireworks. People do fireworks, like, every day, every night. And Ugh. there is multiple houses where they just do those, like, bombs that explode. Hate like it. Like, the cherry bombs. Yeah. And they do them at, like, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning. Of course. And so it, it's just, it it annoys everyone. And plus, with Victor and his PTSD oh and God. all that stuff, he can't handle it. And no. so every night, and especially if, the, you know, he has to go to work and stuff, he just, he can't sleep. Right. and. So I'm just like, I I know it's going to be freaking crazy here on 4th of July. I have no desire to be here and listen to people do bomb explosions until the sun rises. Right. And so we were looking to see if there was any fireworks display anywhere. And um, Lake Oroville, which is supposedly one of the nicest lakes in Northern California, Mm. I didn't know that, was going to have a big fireworks display over their lake. And so we're like, well, that'll be nice. And it's a nice area. And, you know, they also have the Feather River. And so we're just like, well, we can go to the Feather River. The kids can swim in the pool at the hotel. And, you know, it'll be a nice little getaway. Sure. And so we drove up there, check into the hotel. Pool's closed because of COVID-19. Although... Like 15 minutes later, there was people swimming, and it was the hotel staff. <laughs> so All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then come to find out the fireworks are not going to be over the lake. Uh, they moved them to over the airport okay. because I, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And so now we have to go over to the airport to find a place to park. So we actually found a really good place to park. We were literally, like, right in front of the airport. There's a golf course that butts up to the airport, so that's where we were. Nice. Problem was is, you know, everything on those back roads are all stop signs. So, you know, everybody and their brother was there. Sure. Now, here's the thing about Orville. When we pulled into <laughs> town... It just kind of looked like maybe a zombie apocalypse had just hit <laughs> and, like, it was gone. Yeah. There's a lot of people walking around, like, with, you know, very few teeth, talking to themselves.
0: Yeah. This one lady
1: was walking down the street and she did, like, a spin in, as she was walking. And oh, okay. Dancing to her own music, was she? Not not a place that you would want to walk around day or night and so um just, we're just like oh my god what have we done and
0: so yeah you know i mean no no offense to our orvillians listeners if we have any according to this 100 being the safest in the crime index Oroville is ranked 2 out of 100 it is safer than 2% of us cities <laughs>
1: wait uh, is that, that a good thing or a bad thing? It
0: is very bad. A hundred would be the best.
1: Crime free Oh, okay. So I was thinking hundred would be the worst. So I'm something i like, I was thinking, oh, so it's
0: really safe. <laughs> Your chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime in Oroville is one in one hundred and seventy one people. There are four okay. murders a year, ten rapes a year, thirty two robberies a year, and sixty six assaults per year. I can see that. <laughs> so um you know, I mean, hey, everybody's got a place to live. They, they, they got someone's got to live there, I suppose. But you didn't know. I mean, you didn't know.
1: I have no intention of going back there, and I don't care how nice the lake is. So,
0: listen. You know what? You were just trying to do a good thing, okay? It, it, yes. it is what it is. You know, you guys get escaped crime free. You were you were not victims of a crime, so that's no. nice.
1: But we had a funny time, and good. we had a good experiences, and. You know, it was a, it was a, le- a lesson learned and we're like, well,
0: check Lake Orville off the list. Never going yep. back. And uh, pretty much moving on to Whiskey Town. Woo! All right. Moving on. We actually do not have the same taste when it comes to television. You like you guys like shows that or you particularly like shows that I have no interest in. I obviously watch shows. I I watch a lot of mainstream pop culture, popular shows, and you don't really find any interest in in many of them. So we can never really do a true television segment because neither one of us were all bored, you know. But I can't believe this. Actually, I can't believe it. You and I have a show that we both like and what? it's your fault that i love it. i had really? yes, and i and i want to publicly thank you for mentioning it because it is absolutely an obsession now and i will explain the show on the history channel called alone. yay! Paula? <laughs> i am an obsessed person. what 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 Okay, well, let me on. explain. I uh Let's see. What's today? (laughs) I'm trying to think when this haul started Sunday. I was like, I I hate TV. There's nothing good on now that there's literally no shows coming out because of the pandemic. It's like I've got to start digging into the, you know, the files looking for shit that I've been putting off on watching. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I saw a promo for it. Because I actually love the History Channel. And so yeah. uh, that's where Grant is. That whole show about President Grant was on there. And I mm-hmm. watched that whole thing and I loved it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That show, Paula said something about Alone. I wonder what that is. Now, I'm not a big fan of the whole mountain man, survivalist, like living in a bunker kind of people. But that's not what this show is. I did not realize that. So I saw the promo and I went, oh, all except for the new season that's airing right now, all the past seasons are on Netflix. Well, actually, they're on the History Channel too. They are, but there's a there's a few commercials in that. But Netflix is oh, completely okay. commercial free, and so I decide I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll just watch last year's season, which was season seven or no, season six. And I'll oh, just you didn't see- start with number one. Nah. So I started with season six, and I started watching it. And by the end of episode one, I was completely hooked because they're mm-hmm. in the Arctic which apparently mm-hmm. they'd never done before. No, that was new. And so I literally watched, I think last night, no, Monday, I finally got to the finale. Oh, you watched the whole thing? Oh, yeah. I've been I to watch. I, w- I stayed until 11 o'clock and then came out the next day and I told Daryl, I said, listen, I know that you probably want to watch this with me because, you know, we were watching this together. I said, but I'm a woman obsessed. I can't stop thinking about it. So if you don't watch it with me, I'm I'm not caring I need to see this and he's like okay so I he didn't want to wait so I started watching it yesterday around four o'clock so did you start with season one then no I started with season six and I watched the entire season watching season six yeah so the yeah because I actually have to like be responsible too I couldn't sit and not move Mm -hmm. but anyway so I watched the season finale when the best contestant of all one it's not a spoiler because it's way over a year old but his name was uh jordan
1: he had he had the moose plateau refrigerators
0: he killed a moose and he killed a wolverine with a hatchet and this dude is about as badass as they come and he was by far the most and i told daryl i said i i almost want to marry someone like that like i (laughs) i could be with someone like that because i would be fed and warm and safe Literally from anything. This dude uh-huh. is badass. So last night I started watching the current season on demand. There's only four shows out. And so I started, I watched two. So I'm, I'm, I've am i only met like four or five of the contestants out of the ten. Okay. Two have already gone home. So I'm like... I'm obsessed with this.
1: Here's the thing. For some strange reason, I also started with season six. Mm-hmm. And I was completely fascinated. And oh, my so I'm God. Like, okay. So I then went back and started with season one. Oh, okay. Now, we are watching season seven, and I can tell you it's terrible. It's it's really? not good. Well,
0: I will tell you this. In all honesty, season six set the standards so high that so far I'm looking going I can't believe this guy lost his fucking flint 10 days into the show. Like what? And they're kind of like, like the girl, there's a girl who has to move her camp and she tried to follow some, a wolf pack, like a moron. And well, and that's I, the thing is Victor
1: and I are watching this and, and we even said that we we're like, did they pick like the hillbilliest like rejects <laughs> to be on this, this season? Cause this season, yeah they're gonna give a million dollars to anyone who stays for 100 days. 100 days and so i'm just like i said you know what I, i'm like i don't even know if anyone's gonna make it 100 days i'm like these people are so ill-equipped it seems like and yeah. they just don't seem smart they are making mistakes it's getting ridiculous and i'm and i'm almost like i don't even want to watch this season because it's just <laughs> it's so like lame to me compared to all the other seasons so if if i were you i I would start with season one because season one, we absolutely fell in love with like almost all the characters. And there is one in particular that you will love. And that's and he's the one that we love.
0: Okay, And then interestingly, the guy, uh, Jordan, who won season six, his brother participated in season two. And so I'm like, I did almost start from the very beginning, but I thought, you know what? These are all contained like from from page one to the last page. You don't need to watch these in order necessarily, but I definitely want to watch season one first because these are this is the the first 10 who've ever tried to do this, which means they're going to be learning all these other people have been studying the show for so long. They know what to do.
1: And that's the thing is, is that so you watch season one, you see what people do. Mm-hmm. And then as the seasons progress, you see how primitive it goes from to very smart, you know, like, yes. um, like the, they don't make the same mistakes that a lot of other people made in the right. previous episodes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's some really tough girls oh, that God. you would not like. And they're not like tough, like, you know big and strong and stuff like that. They th- but they're very smart. And um well
0: first of all, just for anybody who does not even know what we're talking about. There is a show called Alone and they take 10 they I call them survival outdoor survivalists. They send them to a, a place that is very wild, like mm. completely uninhabited by mankind and they go there and they have to survive for 100 days and whoever the last man standing is Wins well. This that season that we watched was five hundred grand. This year, it's a hundred days, a million dollars. If you can last a hundred days, I don't see that happening.
1: <laughs> well, and the, the thing happening. is about the show too is is that the show has a list of items that are available to bring ten, but, uh, but out of the list, you can only pick ten. Yes, and so they. They try and choose very wisely what they think are the 10 most important items that they would want to
0: have. For the most part, they all f- pretty much keep take the same stuff, like a fire starter. Although in season six, Nathan, who was a homesteader who I actually really liked, did not bring a fire starter, a flint, because he was so confident in his skills for fire mm-hmm. starting that he didn't think he, it was worth taking that he was going to take something more of importance. And of course, underestimating... The type of wood that's on that's in the Arctic, it became an issue. But hilariously and ironically, he burned his shelter down <laughs> and, had, oh to go and had to go home. Oh God! That was so terrible. Yeah, well, I know. What was terrible is that they couldn't get to him for eight hours, and he was exposed to tundra weather. And mm-hmm. had to try to find a way to stay, you know, and not die of hypothermia. That was scary. That's the other thing, too, is
1: some of the people on the show,
0: they do medical checks on
1: them. Yes. I want to say they probably do it every week, if uh, I had to probably. guess. Or maybe even twice a week. And then they have basically the daughter the daughter the doctor calculates all their numbers right and they basically tell them like okay your weight is so low or your body mass index is so low that you're in a crisis range where your body is going to start Mm -hmm. feeding on your organs or your organs are going to start failing or Mm -hmm. your heart is working too hard right and so we have to medically pull you from the show and so that's really difficult for a lot of them because they're just like, I've been out here for 56 days. Yeah, I'm ready to stay, but medically they're pulling me and I have no choice.
0: Here's the way I look at it. There were a couple of things on this show, especially when you're, you're hitting about day 50. I kept thinking about what you said about the show where you said people who have the money in, in mind as to why they're doing this never fare very well. And that is absolutely true. Um, the other thing I noticed is that like this one, a, a lot of ex-military, a lot of ex-military guys who have seen some shit and have done some things do this, uh, show. And like this one guy, he was, he, he's like, I have been a study. I have been a student of this show. I know how I'm going to do this. I'm going to survive this and I'm going to win. It's going to be great. He was so comfortable that by day 50, he was so bored And he was a grizzled veteran of the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. His mind, he couldn't be alone with his thoughts. He tapped out. Yeah. Just like that. And it was really fascinating to see that even though he easily could have survived the 100 days physically, mentally, he could not. And
1: actually, once you start watching all the episodes, motive plays a big role Mm -hmm. on how people can survive. Yeah. And then also an ability to detach I guess or if like how how attached they are or, if, or, or or like if they've ever been able to I guess been be detached from something mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it well, but if, if you've if like, you've ever been a- if you've ever like had the unloving you know like detachment you can do it
0: well you can compart you can compartmentalize but then here's the other thing I think true survivalists who are trained to do this I don't even think it's about detaching. It's that they're they are so present and understanding that they're they must survive this because if they get stuck or if they get caught up on missing their wife and kids or their family, they're fucked. And it's kind of the same mm-hmm. mentality in the military. When you're on when you're a special ops unit, you don't even well they actually tell you not to even have family, but if they do, mm-hmm. you have to like find a way to train that and not to be you have to be mm-hmm. about yourself at that moment mm-hmm. that dude who won season six i mean the precedent is set so high for anyone he was so impressive that he was being interviewed he has been interviewed on joe rogan because joe mm-hmm. rogan brought him and he's like dude oh my god and and this guy is a good dude too like he's yeah. such a nice guy so after I watched that season, I said, "Well, that's it. I have to watch everything." But I wanted to start with the current season because I figured you're probably watching the current season. So yeah, I we're caught up, but we're yeah. not impressed. So, so I have I have two two more episodes to watch before I'm fully caught up. And honestly, I want to do a segment every time we whenever we want to talk about it because I'm sure. so obsessed with this show. I love it so much. It's like Bear Grylls on steroids. It's amazing, and I'm so impressed with these people. And the women are badass i love these women so much and they're all saying the same thing a woman needs to win this show and i'm like okay well. so that's the
1: problem <laughs> that's the problem with you starting later is now you know what happens one through six well i didn't care about that i mean it's, well I, mean, I i victor and ryan hadn't seen what i because i watched it by myself uh-huh. and so one through six they were convinced this one girl was gonna win mm-hmm. and i was just like Ugh. Like, even in my mind, I'm like, she really could have won but I would not because I remember it was like season three or something and I'm like well I know she didn't win because in season six they said it's about time a woman wins and I'm like well she's not gonna yes. win
0: so <laughs> and by the way I will tell you this uh, the the second the, the runner up the second place winner of season six Wyona, yeah. she's from she's from Nevada City she still lives in Nevada City and I was so impressed with her I want to meet her <laughs> I want to meet her so we badly see if she wants to come on the show maybe well she does um, well she does do like uh, she has classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll take her fucking class. I want to know how to make a buckskin coat. She was so impressive. And here's the other thing I noticed every episode I've seen where a woman kills a bunny, they cry. <laughs> everybody cries when they kill the bunny for the first time they do yeah you know they they do a of... they're like i'm mm. so
1: sorry yeah <laughs> I just I, it. I would just fish the whole time but that's just me well I mean...
0: like the now i don't obviously you can't tell me anything yet but amos or amos from this current season i w- i was impressed with him with the first thing and what i like about him first of all he's latin but also that he's very native american in his his mentality on how he deals with wildlife and stuff Yes, and and a lot of them are like that, though not just him. I mean, they're all like most of them respect the earth. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all the big game hunters on this show, if they kill something, they're just like, "Thank you so much for your life, buddy. You're so beautiful." And then they they're very respectful when they clean and you know harvest everything. They they don't they don't dis- dispose depo- uh, dispose of anything. Yeah, like, they, they, don't they waste. use literally yeah. everything. Yeah. And so that part of it, I told Daryl, and I've always maintained this, I said, I realize that I hate camping, but I have to tell you, I am not opposed to learning how it feels to take a life of of a food that I eat. Like, I'm not opposed to it. I know what it's like to see a pig and a cow die. I've seen it. It's terrible. But I think it's important. I think it's important to know where your food comes from. But I also, I, I told him, I said, I want to I go to the Arctic Circle. I go, you want to go with me? He's like, fuck no. And I'm like, really? I totally want to go. I'm dying. I love it.
1: Yeah, I would I told Victor I said I really think I could do a show like this. If Ugh. I mean, assuming I had the skills, I could but not. I don't I don't think the length of time would bother me. And the only yeah. reason why and this is what I told you is I said and, and this is the what I think is hardest for people. If you're just going to win the money, those people shuffle out so fast. Like the first 40 Big, days. Not even that. They're gone within the first two weeks. I mean, like, yeah, because they, you, their love for their families totally supersedes money. Yes, you're right. I mean that that's going to come out fast. So they have to come out. They have to have a greater purpose, like either uh, self self reflection. I love these people. The self the ones people. that are trying to like you know accomplish something greater mm-hmm. than themselves. Yes. Um, they're trying to prove something to themselves or. You know, it's, it's, there's usually like, it's, it's usually something bigger than the money that's keeping yeah. them there. I, and yeah, so, and or, I, or, or maybe it could even just be the fact that they're just like, I am not quitting. Maybe they've, they, maybe they've quit before in
0: life, but yeah. they're just like, I'm not quitting. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fully impressed and I'm all in on this show. So I am going to, uh, catch up on this current season and then I'm going to start at season one, episode one. Cause I definitely want to see the very first Series. you have to yeah you have I'm, re- to. I'm really excited about it and I'm also going to watch I also want to get into season two as well because uh Jordan's brother participated and I didn't realize that every season has somewhat of a theme so I will be excited to see what the change what the difference is yeah for every yeah, episode the, it does or change season. actually I'm trying to
1: think yeah there were a couple of di- like they did change it up a little bit like one season they did like um not couples but pairs Mm. and mm-hmm. um the another season they did well i don't want to spoil it for you but yeah, no, um, don't I'll,
0: I'll watch it and we'll talk about okay. it though i'm dying but anyway thank you so much for talking about it and i'm, I'm so, so excited, excited. <laughs> i love it so much i know i'm so disappointed we're all caught
1: up i mean we literally binge <laughs> watched that i mean oh god it, well we watched six seasons
0: yes. in and you know a week it's I think. so easy it's so easy to watch okay huggly and awkward moments of the week let's do some Shed. since there's been so much birthday talk today uh i have three ugly and awkward moments that regard that are in regards to birthday parties uh this one made me think of you and it made me laugh so i thought i would share it okay the management threw a birthday party for a lady at the office a guy who was retiring thought it was for him no one told him and we just let him believe it was for him and judy got a birthday after he left <laughs> well why didn't they throw a party for the guy maybe he was an asshole we don't know Oops. can you imagine walking in to one of those horrible office parties where, are like hey there's cake in the break room for judy and then everybody shows up and it's just like a costco cake so there's no happy birthday on it and you know doug walks in and they're like oh you guys shouldn't have oh thank you so much
1: I mean, the only reason why I would think that if it was like a Friday at three o'clock the day I was retiring, I mean, I would think that'd be a fair assumption, but.
0: (laughs) Okay, here's another one. This one made me laugh, too. I'm Mexican, and in most Latina birthday parties, they smash the birthday person's face in the cake. Well, the the cake was an ice cream cake, and when they smashed the birthday girl's (laughs) face, they broke her nose. (laughs) Can you imagine seeing that?
1: Yes, I could. It sounds like something we would do. Oh my God. <laughs> As someone was going to smash it, Allison would be going to smash it in my face, and then you would be like, It's ice
0: cream! No! Yay! <laughs> and then knock you out on the floor, and you're concussed with a broken nose. But you
1: know what? My nose wouldn't break. I was like, Oh, it's just severely bruised. I'm like, God
0: damn it! I just need a nose drop. This thing guys. will never break!
1: so funny I'm, I'm i'm like that guy from that movie uh bruce willis what is it called unbreakable <laughs>
0: nothing will ever break here let me touch you yes no. you were assaulted in 1965 <laughs> oh god <laughs> and finally i showed up after my parents dropped me off i walked in didn't know anybody i thought oh i guess some of my friends are late 30 minutes later, I realized I was at the wrong birthday party, and being a seven-year-old, I didn't have a phone, so I stayed the whole six hours.
1: <laughs> so, just so happens that the house they dropped him off at was it having a birthday party as well? Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, my that guess is, honestly, weird. my guess is that they saw balloons or something and thought, oh, here it is, and didn't even you know, look at the address. I've never, I've never. First of all, I shit. would never drop my seven-year-old okay, off. OK, that's what I was going
1: to say. I've never dropped my children off, like, you know, rolled down, like slowed the car down, <laughs> opened the door, and kicked them out. Get out! Six hours. And first of all, who has a birthday party for six hours? I always walk up to the door. I meet the mom. You know, I I see like what the snacks are, what games they're gonna play. Yeah, you know, I always to I like how our present measures up to everybody else's. Right. And then I'm just you can tell like, by the right. wrapping paper. Well, and I always yeah. ask them, I'm like, do you want me to stay or do you want to, are do you, are you okay here? Do you want me to go? Or at seven, I never
0: gave her the option. I always just stayed.
1: So the reason,
0: the reason that I included that story is it's something I would have done as a child because I never spoke up. I just kind of just went, well, I guess this is just what my life is now. <laughs> I just kind of dealt with it. I never would have said, excuse me. I don't think I'm at the right house. And you well, know Well don't you think someone would be like, Who's that little boy? Like, well, one know. would think You would be like, Is is he is that Alex? I
1: don't know. <laughs> well, I guess it could be. I mean, and then ask the little girl, Is that Alex from your class? She'd
0: be like, I don't know. Who? Like, I mean, <laughs> maybe it is. He is shy. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did invite all your classmates, right? Yes. Well, maybe he's in your class. I don't know. I, I, first of all i don't know any kid party that's six fucking hours there's no way in hell i would even do that i'd be like look that's not six happening hours? yeah that's a crazy no. amount of time that's for like a party. holding someone a hostage <laughs> why would you leave your
1: seven-year-old at a six-hour party what year was this <laughs> i have no idea what country was this i mean I no if idea. they told me like you know drop him off at two pick him up at eight i'm like no I'll drop them off at two. I'll pick them up at three thirty or four. Maybe. When I was
0: looking at I was looking for awkward moments for birthday parties. There were copious amounts of stories about people who went to birthday parties where they were the only guest that showed up. I didn't realize this was such a chronic issue, but it is apparently. <laughs> I can't imagine it. That's terrible. Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, like this one guy, this one guy's story, he said there was a a, a man who he was one of the nicest people ever. He just started at at work and he'd been there for a couple of weeks and he decided he was throwing himself a birthday party because he was from Germany and he didn't have any friends. And so he invited everybody from the office to come and have some beer and pizza and, you know, maybe play a game and, you know, just hang out and get to know everybody better. And he goes, I showed up and nobody showed up. I was the only one that showed up. (laughs) You're like, uh, it would have been nice to get the memo guys. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And he's like, and then what was funny about this one specifically goes, I went back to work and I gave everyone a piece of my mind. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, this is, there's a lot of really nice people at this office. (laughs) oh my gosh
1: yeah so we haven't done ugly and awkward moments for a long time it feels yeah, like i know i have like four i know awesome I, too. I have like a, a whole list of them so
0: i well I'm let's do have one. okay so for in the in the in the nature of whatever let's just do one each today because i have a bunch too and so uh let's each do just one and then we'll do okay. officially do ugly mm-hmm. and awkward moment on Sunday show
1: Okay, so I'll start with probably the furthest back one. I took Bo to the vet, um, and—well, actually, before I took Bo to the vet, Bo, he had so much fur— and it was matted because he's always scratching, and, you know, I'm just like, okay, this is ridiculous. I've had enough, and he always had these, like, patches of skin that were, like, irritated or infected, and because he would always, like, scratch and lick and all that stuff, and Mm -hmm. they just ended up bald, and so I'm just like, you look like a splotchy, you know, I don't know what, (laughs) and so I'm like, I've had enough, so I cut his hair down, like, off. I cut all his hair off, and, like, He, he has fur, but he, mean, he's basically bald. I took him to the vet because I'm just like, once I saw all that, I'm like, his skin was just covered in like rash. And so I was just like, oh, it's not just patches. I'm like, it's, it's bad. So I took him to the vet. He had to get some blood work done for his diabetes anyway. So... The vet calls me, and he's just like, okay. He's like, so his diabetes, he's like, I want to increase his insulin to blah, blah, blah. Um, and he says, um, you had mentioned that he was having some skin problems. And he's just like, uh, you know, I think it's really serious because he's lost a significant amount of fur. <laughs> and I said, oh. <laughs> I said... I'm like, I forgot to tell you guys. I'm like, I, I gave him a haircut. I, I cut all this fur up, And he's like, oh, OK. He says, we thought all of it fell out or something. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, no, no. And so. <laughs> Dork. I shaved my dog. I, but I just thought it was funny because he's like, he's lost a significant amount of fur.
0: <laughs> and he does look like a little floofy puppy. It's so funny. He looks so cute. He I keep calling cute. him
1: little Bo Peep.
0: He's so cute.
1: Uh, that's so funny. it was it was funny i i probably should have told him like oh by the way since the last time you saw him i have given him a haircut yeah he's,
0: that would have been nice information to know he's
1: not on chemo or anything like
0: that. <laughs> yeah really well mine is i have two but since it's we're doing dog i'll tell you the dog related one so daryl and i have uh, taken a habit of taking the dogs for a walk every couple of days so we go like two or three times a week we take uh-huh. them to this dog park it's really it's not a dog park there is a dog park there but there's a lot of just paths it was huge and we, and we walk a mile a little over a mile with them every time we go well Daryl had to work and so I said you know what? I'm just gonna take her with me I'm gonna take the puppy Sasha she needs to go for a walk because she just terrorizes everybody because she has so much energy yeah so I take her to the thing and I'm walking around and for some weird reason, there were a lot of people there with like their grandkids or just their little children playing on all of the swing sets and place playgrounds play and stuff. So we're walking swiftly and the, <laughs> I don't know why I do this, but every single time I am passing a group of people, I can't just walk by gracefully. Something terrible has to happen. So I'm walking with her and all of a sudden, I turn and look, and there's these two people, and they're playing with their grandkids. They're like, oh, grand- grandpa's got you. And they're, I'm like, I turn and look. I'm like, oh, that's really cute. And then they see Sasha, and she's super pretty. And they're like, oh, look at the pretty dog. She looks like a wolf and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, ha, ah, ha, And I wave and immediately trip hard. And I did not <laughs> fall. But I did the thing that we do when you're tripping really hard, and I start to skip and go into a run. Oh, no. <laughs> Where was Daryl? Not there. I was by myself. So I'm like, hey, hey, let's pick up the pace, Sasha. And I'm caught up. (laughs) And now we're caught up. Okay. Woo! (laughs) It was so funny. I'm like, of course I trip. Now look, and when I trip, it's like my boobs just got, you know, it's like, oh, I know. There's nothing you can do about it. So I was like, oh, God. (laughs) Like, that could have been worse. I could have fallen, and that would have been awful. But yeah, anyway, no, that's
1: that is stupid.
0: Funny. So bad. So I felt so oh, awkward. Well, anyway. it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, and then we'll share more next Sunday. <laughs> oh, there, yeah, there's plenty, plenty, plenty to say. So,
1: all right, friends. Well, thanks for joining us. Have a good week. We will see you on Sunday. I cannot wait. So, oh. other than that, thanks everybody for joining us, and we'll see you next time.